Lord, you taught us that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. We thank you tonight for the hunger in this house. We thank you for the cries of the heart of your people that they want to see. So, Lord, as we have sung our praise and our prayers, we've prepared our hearts and we've fasted and we've we called upon you even the last month. Lord, we thank you that you're faithful, that if we seek you with all of our heart, you'll be found. And so we pray, Lord, tonight, tomorrow morning, tomorrow night, Sunday, we pray for your voice. We pray for the nearness of your love, your presence to each heart here. We pray, Lord, that this place will never be the same because, because Jesus, you came and you spoke. You said if we love and we keep your commandments, you would come and you would, you would infinizo, you would make yourself visible to us. And so, Lord, we pray you become visible to us tonight. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. 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 Tell, the, tell the worship team they did a great job and I need you to, come on. And if you could be seated and get back your seats, we're going to get ready to go here. I just have one devotional thought very quickly just to lay the foundation for tonight. If you don't know who I am, I was introduced earlier. I'm Bob McGregor, and uh, I'm actually an elder in this house on the record somewhere. So if your elders go to jail, I go to jail with them. But I'm just overwhelmed at what Jesus has done in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Because I've been a part of this journey from the very beginning in a coffee shop on one sunny afternoon where Joe and Radine sat down with me and they said, you know, we think we're, God's leading us out of City Harvest Church. We believe that we're planted church. And I said, well, where do you, where, where in your heart is, you're supposed to be going? Well, we think we're supposed to be going to Northern Idaho and we really believe there's grace there. And there was grace there. And we think we're going to go to Quarter Lane. And uh, history has told the rest. It's, it, it's, it's good to obey Jesus. Amen. You know, this doesn't happen unless obedience takes place. This doesn't happen unless someone pays a price. Amen. And I'm so proud of the, of Joe and Radine and the team and the family and the elders here and the pastors. Just a great place. I love this house. Well, tonight we're going to do some prophesying. Tomorrow morning we're going to be doing some prophesying. Come on, Saturday night we're going to do some prophesying. This thing's going to build. If someone is kind of staying home tonight, I, I guarantee you their TV's probably going to blow up. The internet's going to go out. They can't binge on a Netflix series because this is where it's all happening. Come on, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. I'm just going to lay a verse on you. The Apostle Paul said, follow the way of love. Come on, it's all about love. Amen? Amen. Now, God loves you. Just say the person next to you, God loves you. Okay, so we're not prophesying tonight so that you could kind of, I don't think he does, but now I believe he does. He loves you. That's settled. Follow the way of love. But it goes on here, desire gifts of the Spirit. And he says this, especially, especially prophecy. And that's interesting. He said you go after miracles, and you can go after faith, and you can go after wisdom, and you can go after knowledge, and you can go after moving mountains and this and that and the other and tongues and interpretation, but especially that you prophesy. Why did Paul say especially that you prophesy? Because he defines what he's talking about and he explains himself in verse three. He says, the one who prophesies, he speaks to people for their strengthening. He speaks to people for their encouraging. And he speaks to people for their comfort. I call it build up. You want build up, stir up, and cheer up. We all know God loves us. But tonight, maybe you need to know what he wants to do in you. Maybe he wants to encourage you that you are somebody you don't even realize you are. But he's not just interested in getting you healed and excited. He wants to use you. This is why this is so important. So we're just not going to prophesy to you tonight and give you little hugs in the spirit. We want to kind of give you in love a holy kick in the butt. That God wants to make you an instrument in his hands. There is a city out here that needs to be reached. Now I come from Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, I come from the Portland area. 
It's just refreshing to be in Idaho. I just... We're used to homeless camps being all around. You got hunting camps. You got hunting camps. You have a different kind of hunting in Portland, but... But there, we've been talking to baristas today and we've been talking to waitresses and a manager of a store I talked with about this church and there, there's people that still need Jesus and it's gonna come through you. There's people that need to be built up, stirred up, cheered up and it's gonna come through you. Jesus says, you did not choose me but I chose you and ordained you that you'd bring forth fruit. He's not talking about Galatians 5. He's not talking about goodness and self-control and all that. He's talking about you winning people to Jesus. He's talking about ministry, his life through you to touch the world. He's not here. He's in heaven. So he gave us his spirit. Amen? Amen. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to move you. We're going to cheer you. What are we going to do tomorrow morning? We're going to move you and cheer you, encourage you. Well, we're going to strengthen you through the spirit. That's what we're going to do Sunday morning, Sunday night. We won't get to everybody. I wish we could. But you guys are just so crazy, I can't get to everybody. And, and J.O.'s too cheap to pay for a bigger team. But it's okay. We'll get the work done. We ready to go? I got my team up here. That's my wife. I, I was been married, good job, J.O. And in 46 years I've been married to her. He said 44. He came close. We've been together for 50 years. Dated her when she was 18 years old. It took me four years to win her heart. We even took first communion in the Catholic Church together. We have a communion picture together. We were, we were made to be with each other. Mark and Cheryl I've known for years. They're a great couple. You're going to be blessed tonight. So you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm going to pick on you, sir, blood warriors. Would you stand to your feet? Could you do that for me? I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet when you get ministered to so we know who we're talking to. You know, as soon as I walked in here tonight, the Lord put you on my heart. And the first thing that he dropped in my heart is you're a bull in a china shop. And he loves it. And he loves it. You have a way of making people feel uncomfortable in a good way. You say things that being politically correct or socially correct or spiritually correct, you just say the things that people need to hear to kind of shake them up. You got a boldness in you that won't quit. And the Lord delights in you. He, he loves your radicalness. He loves the simplicity of your non-bending faith. And, I, and what I'm hearing the Spirit just say to me to tell you is just go for it. Because there is a strong, strong evangelistic mantle on you. You're a soul winner. You're a guy that, and man, you, it, it, and you're not just going to drag people out of, you know, the, you know, the dregs of sin and addiction and everything else. You will. You won't just go to the guys that, you know, they love to fight in bars and got brass knuckles. You will. But you're going to also, by word of knowledge, know how to connect with people in other scenarios. They may have a suit on. They may be a doctor. They may be somebody who has got some significance. But you'll come up, can I share something with you? Because this thing is real to you. You, are, you don't just have a faith because you studied Christianity. You have a faith in the living God. The living God. Come on. Paul says, I didn't come to you with eloquent words of man's wisdom, but I came with you in the demonstration of the spirit and a power that your faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And that's you. The Lord just wants you to go for it. So what's your name? Corey. Corey? I pray for Corey tonight, right? Set your hands towards him right now. Lord, I pray that you'll make Corey more radical, more bold, more sensitive to your spirit, you would hear more words just every time. I've, Corey, when you get an impression, you go for it. When you see somebody and that tug is there, chase them down. When you feel like you got something about their life, you just say it. And they're just going to say, where did you come from? And Lord, I pray, God, words of knowledge on the street, words of knowledge in the, in the marketplace, 
words of knowledge in the neighborhood, even where you live. I just see you talking to neighbors and shaking them up. There's Crazy Corey. Crazy Corey's coming this way. But somehow you will win them. They will be, they'll be weirded out. They'll kind of kind of think about what you just said, but they won't sleep at night. So make them uncomfortable. You're going to see them seek you out. You're going to see them chase you down. And you're going to keep coming in. You've got to come on, bring it in the sheaves. I'm bringing in the sheaves. I'm bringing in the sheaves into the house of God. Bless Corey now in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Yeah. Let's get started. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. This brother in the red and black checkered shirt back here, you're sitting next to a woman with purple on. Are you a couple? I'm assuming you are. You got your arm around her. Stand up, would you please, brother and sister? Hallelujah. I just, I just see the Lord breaking through into your life like a ray of sunshine through dark clouds and a spirit of heaviness that would try to attack your mind and your life. Anxiety has come against you at different times, and God is going to break through through on your life and cause a spirit of joy and rejoicing to come into you like you've never known before. Days of lack, days of hardship are going to fall away, and you're going to receive breakthrough. God's going to bless the fruit of your hands, and the anointing of the Spirit of God is going to come on you to give you wisdom to be able to walk in the next season and the next steps of your life. I just see the Lord God causing a, a testimony to be raised up from the two of you. And God's going to cause other people that are broken to be drawn to you. You're going to be restorers of, of broken hearts and broken lives. God's going to bring a ministry of reconciliation that will flow out of your lives to other couples. The spirit of counsel is going to come upon your mind and you're going to begin to think on another level in another dimension, in another way. The word of God's going to come alive into you and you're going to have a, the, the word of truth root deep into your spirit and into your heart. You're going to build your life on it. You're going to build your home and your marriage on it. You're going to build your future on it. You're going to build your decisions on it. The word of God's going to come alive to you and strength will surge into your heart. And it will flow out of your life like a, like a living thing. It will just go into the lives of other people. From your home, you're going to see the ministry of hospitality. People are going to come into your home and you're going to bless and encourage them and cause the strength of God to be infused into marriages single adults and, and young, uh, young men and young women, both are going to be encouraged. Ma'am, I see you with a ministry of joy and encouragement. I see that you are, a, 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 I just see flowers in your hand, like, you just de like you're delivering good news to people. S ministry of encouragement is on your life, and God is going to even give, tell you names of people. And you may even not, not even know their name, but their face will ring into your spirit, and God will begin to tell you to go to them and encourage them, and either bring them flowers or bring them a card or give them a word of encouragement or just slip up next to them and say, hey, may I pray for for you and the nudge of the Holy Spirit will lead you to encourage them and strengthen them in their faith in key moments, strategic moments of their life. You both are going to be strengths in the house of God. You're going to strengthen others because that which you have freely received, even right now, by the Holy Spirit, you will give in Jesus' name. I got um, this young man here with a hat on. If he could stand up, right? You don't know. You just don't, yeah, the beard. Yeah, yeah, you. I just saw. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you're on a team here, but when you were worshiping, there was like an open door in your heart for a first time. There's something like new breakthrough in your life, and God wants to fill up an empty place that you've been carrying around like there's like a there's been a, a vacuum almost like a, a, a not like the kind not like a hoover but a place where you know that you're missing something and God is coming tonight 
to kind of rock your world in a great way. He's coming to pour in the word purpose and destiny. And this is thrown around a lot, but it's a word that you need to study it. You need to find what is the origin of that word? What does the Bible say about those two words for you? And I I challenge you, brother, the Lord is taking you into a new place to fill an empty place. And he wants to fill you up and pour out of you, pour out of you this abundant life. He's got so many good things. I see you in influential places in this city and in electronic, uh, you know, I just see you putting things together that nobody else in this room would have a clue about. But when you put things together, your brain is on overdrive. Your brain is a gift from God. But inside you, there is a emotional need that is greater than all this mental. And God wants to fill that void. He wants to fill you up with uh, just his goodness, his nearness in relationship in this house is a key to that. Amen. 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 Just one sister right here. I know I'm not, I'm going to, oh, this, uh, this dear sister. I, yeah, stand up, go for it. Stand up. Are you guys connected? (laughs) They are friends. Um, There is a beautiful picture in the Bible of a widow of Zarephath. And this lady had such a ministry that Elijah called her out in in his time of hunger. And God used her when she had little to nothing. I mean, she's collecting sticks, for goodness sake. What, what, how is that the bottom of the barrel when all you've got is a little bit of uh, used up, a little flour and a little oil, but and you're out getting sticks. And God has seen your life in times past where you had little and God poured in and poured in and added to. And today's a day of increase again. It's like you're not done that day, that miracle happened, but there's a new miracle coming of increase, of fulfillment, of pouring in, of filling up the oil jar again, spiritually, physically, and relationally. I I love you. I feel like people in this house just love you, and you're a giver of love. I, I, I know that... You're like a love magnet. Amen. 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 Beautiful. What a beautiful, what a beautiful testimony to faithfulness. But love in the body is a, it's like, itself is an oil, isn't it? Just that it just makes everything else fit together and work and move ahead. And God is going to increase some um, some people in your life that have been uh, in really a far away place from God. And God is going to pour in their lives and get, there's going to be a little shaking, but it's going to be for good. So don't give up on those. Amen. I just felt the Lord just really draw me to this young man here, and I would just like for him to stand if he could. Amen. I just feel like the Lord's hand is so mightily upon this young man. What's your name? Ben. So I just see you here. You're on the front row, and God sees your heart and how you are so for him, and God wants you to know he is so for you. And that God wants you to know that he's got his hand upon your life and you've got a destiny and a future in the Lord for him and to, to be in the ministry. I just see God using you in a mighty way to reach your generation, to love them, to share the gospel with them. And I know that there may have been some things that have been hurtful, and, and but God wants you to say that 
wants to tell you that through that, you're going to share that love of what God has done in your life. He can do that and touch other young people as well. And I just believe that God has got a great future for you. And just to really um, be mentored, be in a place where you can just serve under, but know that God's hand is upon you, that he loves you, he set you apart, and he has a destiny upon your life. It's a good destiny, a good future, and a hope for you. I'm not, I'm not, we're not done yet. Just great. stand up, everybody. We're, still got a word for you. Ben, Ben, I'm talking to you. Earth to Ben. I, I think, you know, your name is Ben in the natural, but I think that you're going to be a David in your generation. God... <clears throat> There's a scripture in the book of Acts that said uh, uh, that w- David served the purpose of God in his generation. And that was the scripture the Lord gave for me to give to you. I see a spirit of an evangelist upon you. I see that God's going to anoint the, the string of your tongue and you're going to, in your day, you're gonna, God's going to pour out a spirit of boldness. He's going to raise you up to have a voice to your generation. There's a lot of people that make a lot of noise, but there's not a lot of voices. And I believe that you're going to have a voice and God's going to elevate that voice in your generation. He's going to give you a mind that will have clarity and will have revelation from God. God will tell you who to talk to. You're going to be bold. There's going to come in right now. I just declare and prophesy a spirit of boldness upon you. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. And the Lord is calling you out, young man, to stand up in your generation and to say, you can count me in, God. I'm going to lift up my voice. I'm going to be counted. I'm not going to be sitting down or let the destiny of God pass me by. You're going to stand up and seize it in your generation. The Spirit of God's called uh, is, is coming upon you with a fresh anointing. Like David was anointed by the prophet, I anoint you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I come and I, I just declare, I call forth the calling of God in you. And I declare the anointing and the horn of oil being poured out upon your head. Tonight will be a marking night. It will be a distinguishing night. It will be a night where you will, something shifts in your soul and spirit. Uh, when you go to school and the days that are ahead, people are going to wonder, you know, man, something, what happened to you, dude? I mean, something, you're just not the, you're not the same. I see you on a skateboard. I see you uh, uh, ministering to people uh, in activities like that. Um, with uh, on a skateboard, ministering to guys, praying for people. God's going to give you a, a burden to pray for people at a moment's notice. And you are to be bold and let the spirit of faith rise up within you. And God's going to enable you to understand the things that he's going to have for you to do. But there's an evangelistic grace. I believe the word of knowledge is going to be on your life. And I also see a gift of faith will rise up within you where you will attempt great things for God. I see the Lord coming to you in a dream and even in a vision. And he's going to begin to pull back the curtain of destiny on your life in the days that are ahead. I see there, there will be at least three distinct markers in your life where God will speak prophetically to you and tell you what to do and where to go and how to proceed. Tonight is a Genesis moment for you where God's calling these things forth publicly and saying you will be a David in your generation. Well, Ben, we probably really excited Jesus talked to you, but he just ruined your life. But uh, in, in a good in, in a good way. But you've already been tested, and uh, the Lord dropped a, a word of knowledge in my heart that you've been faced in a lot of situations where you could have chosen to do some stupid things. And uh, you chose not to. You've made a lot of righteous choices. You've been tested. And because you have, you've been proven God could trust you with what he said to you tonight. Now, you're gonna take this word and you're gonna go for it. This isn't just like, isn't that cool? 
I'm coming back. I come back about every 12 to 16 months. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to ask Pastor J.O., where's Ben? You get that Bible, you start studying it, okay? You dig in, you start bedroom Bible college. There you go. Because you're going to be a man of God. It's not going to be an easy road. It hasn't been an easy road up to this time for you. But you know, you're like Nathaniel, that Jesus said, one of his disciples, here's an Israelite whom's no guile, and that's you. And God's entrusted something to you tonight. Receive it? You receive it? All right. God bless you, son. Amen. Amen. Sir, second row, t-shirt, clapping. Like Rick, that's you, that's you. All right. You just stand up. I'm believing it. Is that your wife next to you? I got to always be careful. You know these days who you're prophesying to. We stand up together. And what a, what a wonderful couple. You know, you got, a, you got an incredible tension in you, brother. And here's the tension. In, in one sense, you got kind of a natural mind. It's very noble, but it's kind of almost like a, it's almost like a mechanic. Like you're saying, like, how does this work when you're looking at spiritual things? How does that happen? And what's going on there on that? But it's not a skepticism. It's, you have it on the other side. You got great faith that this is God. I don't completely understand it, but it's God. And there's this this childlike trust in that you sense that God is in something that you don't understand, but you'll move forward and try to discover it, uh, you know, because you just have that sense that God's there. God is so impressed with that. There's a childlike faith in you, and yet there's a sophistication of wisdom in you. And uh, seldom do you find such wisdom connected to childlike faith, but it's in you that way. You have great faith, but you have great wisdom. There's a counsel spirit on you. I see you restructuring people, I see you restructuring finances. I see you restructuring even, even I see you equipping men even how to fix things. Even just how to be a husband and just kind of the things that they need to think about doing. I actually see kind of like a manual. I wish I had that. My dad used to say I was a cup bear with boxing gloves on. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, I can use a screwdriver, okay? And I use it for everything, okay? Frame a house with a screwdriver, so. That's all I know how to do. But I, I used to see you actually writing some material just to equip guys on how, how to do things. Well, my wife wishes that, you know, you would do that for me. But, uh, but you're going to equip men. I just see you training men, equipping men about life. Because it's not all Bible study and preaching and, and bars and stuff. It, it means life, being a family man. And there's just a grace upon the two of you to really be a great strength to couples, a great encouragement, giving them hope, giving them encouragement. And, and sister, the Lord tonight's gonna do something in your spirit. You, you are a, a athlete that's like, I'm speaking metaphorically here, you could be a great athlete naturally, but I'm speaking metaphorically. You're like an athlete's got a 10 flat 100 meter in you and, you, and you think you're just a jogger. You have more game in you than you even imagine. And the, Lord, the Lord's gonna come and just do a, a number on your self-esteem. And he's gonna, get, he's gonna make you confident that you got his power working in you to step forward and do whatever he tells you to do. You're gonna be shaken on the inside, but you go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Call whoever you're gonna call. Reach out, you're gonna reach out. You know, and, and sometimes you're going to get rejected or you get the cold shoulder, non-cooperation. Don't take it personally. I mean, there's been voices in your head that, oh man, I blew that one. You're really hard on yourself, okay? You've got a kind of a self-correction thing. Some, some of it's very humble, very noble, but some of it's hurting you and the boldness that God wants you to have. That's why he said to Moses, hey, listen, who made the, 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 the mute and the, and the blind and the deaf? He's saying, hey, Moses, I know you're not quick on your feet. I know that you, you can't talk real well. Just pick up that stick I gave you, okay, and go take on Pharaoh. And God's saying to you, take up the stick and go because there's a great anointing. You have a stream of love coming out of you. I mean, you say, well, is that a really a gift? Yeah, you know, some people it really is. Some people just love more intensely than other people, and you do. 
And I just see more, I see what's going to happen, it's going to drive you nuts because you're going to start loving so many people, your phone's going to be ringing off the hook and texts are coming. Can you come over here? Can I come see you this afternoon? It's going to happen because you're just going to let that love go. So Father, we thank you for what they're going to do in the lives of families and marriages and men and women. We thank you for grace. We thank you for, Lord God, faith. We thank you for purity of heart and humility. And we thank you for wisdom that's going to build houses, not just their own house, but the houses of others. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. The, um, sometimes I wish we could just call everybody up, and, and, and yet that's not possible. But I, I feel like when you identify with somebody else's word, you should just grab it for yourself. Because if there is other people in the house that felt like they're at that, like that word about widows and being at the end and a new yeah. feel, I feel like that was for several, and I couldn't see out there that I can't see that far, but that's my fault. But God knows, and you know, you know. So grab that word. This couple here by the pole. Uh, are you guys, yeah, the, you're, you're a black yeah. Are you, wait, first, are you in the leadership team here in the house? Uh, no, okay. Yes. Are you almost, wait, where are you in the, are you on a leadership, are you gonna be here tomorrow morning? Okay, let's just hold it for tomorrow. But just sorry, sorry. I'm gonna save it. I won't forget it. Don't worry, because I really do want to respect what we're trying to. Like we want to spread outside. Okay, this man in the tan shirt here is this. Uh, are you? Is this a couple? You? Are you guys a couple? Are you a couple? Yeah. No. Single. You're single. Could you stand? I I had a really strange picture for you. Um, I saw you with all kinds of pruning tools. Um, we just talked about tools, but I saw you with lots of um, implements that um, you know prune and take things and reattach things and tape and all this uh, horticulture equipment. And I don't know if you're a hobbyist in this area, but what's really strange is that you have really life-giving hands, and that's not strange, this is good. Because what God has put in you in the natural to bring, um, to really bring even dead things back to life in the plant world, you have a real something. And I see you like knowing what to do in the seasons where uh, this is the time. You know, there's a really wrong time to prune. And I always get really confused when I look out my yard. I've got hydrangeas and they tell me, don't prune those now. But do prune those, don't prune that species. And it gets, but you know, you know when is the right time. And in the spiritual, God is saying you have a, um, a life-giving ministry here in this house. You can speak to the one that needs the word in due season to say you need to pick that up and do that thing that is God in you. And you can give the words of, you give words of life. You stir life up in people. And also though, you have a way of cutting off some of those dead things in people and saying that's time to get rid of that. And you're a truth speaker. So you're a truth speaker and a life speaker. And the words that come out of our mouths, people, even if you don't think you have any title and you don't have any, you know, official capacity, you can give one word to somebody of encouragement and change their very life story because they can believe. If you, you, you know, you can walk up to literally someone and say, I see Jesus in you. And that's what you've done. You've turned people's dead things into life and you help others that needed to drop things off and spoke courage for them to do such a thing. You are a gift in the house. Are, you said you're single, but God has put you in attachments in so many amazing ways that this is a season where you're finding contentment 
in the place you find yourself. And God is coming today to say, I give you more than contentment. I'm going to give you abundant joy like you've never experienced. This is a season of new joy for you. Hallelujah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Fifth row back, um, uh, brother in the, in the black and the olive jacket. Yeah, you just look down. You got glasses on. Stand up. Um, are, are you going to be here tomorrow morning? No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, I, I just, I, I see, uh, I saw a vision of, of you leading uh, you were on the co- a college campus, and I don't know if you're in college or if you know it, people that are in college or have influence with that, but I see God opening the door for you for that. I see the Lord, God's given you a brilliant mind, and he's going to use your, your uh, understanding and your knowledge to bless the kingdom of the Lord. An anointing for prosperity is going to be on your life, and he is going to unlock things to you. And uh, there, I just see God birthing ideas and creativity in your life. And I see a business that, and an and a idea for things in your mind to do. And um, it's in an embryonic form, maybe even an idea form. And in the days that are ahead, God's going to open up the door for you. And there's going to come uh, opportunities. And God's going to give you marketplace alliances and open doors so that you will be able to jumpstart the thing that is in your spirit. And then when it goes, God's going to connect you with other people to help feed the vision that is in your heart. And uh, I just see a, uh, an explosion of that that's going to flow out of your life. And I, I just want to prophesy today the, the blessing of Abraham over your life, that the Lord will bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. And through you, many nations will be blessed. I see you going to the nation of your heritage and having impact in that place for the glory of God. I see God using your testimony and your story to impact people who are caught up in many in other idolatrous religions, and you're going to break the bondages of idolatry. Even out of your own family, says the Lord, I will visit your family, and I will cause them. I will cause the altars that they have built to another God be broken down. And I will cause the cross of Christ to, to be established. The, 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 the line and the, and the lineage of idolatry will be broken with your generation. And a new seed of faith will come from your life and from your loins. And the Lord will anoint your, the seed that follows you. And, in, and your seed will also be a blessing unto the nations of the earth. I will... The Lord says, I hear the Lord saying that he's going to bless the fruit of your hands and you will fund the outreach ministries to other nations in spectacular, powerful ways. I see orphanages being built. I see schools being built. I see churches and properties and buildings being paid for. And even in your own mouth, God is going to put a message and it's going to be a message for the marketplace and it's going to be a message for the house of the Lord. There's going to be a release of this thing that's going to come from your life. And I believe that something's going to shift in your life in this way that is going to be a model and an example, not only for people in this house, but for other places, other cultures, and other nations. Men and women who have a desire and a heart to see the Lord work through their life to bless the world through finances and the gospel at the same time. Uh, I see you preaching. I see you preaching. There's a preach on you, brother. And um, there is, and it's okay to be in the marketplace and in the ministry. In fact, I would suggest to you that the ministry, the marketplace is going to be your ministry. And there will be a message 
that God will release from your life. And it will be in both settings. There will be in the house of the Lord and in the house of mammon. You will see the Lord exalt himself in his name and use you as an Abraham in your generation. So, Father, I pray for my brother right now. The culture that he represents, his background, I don't know what it is, but I right now declare breakthrough and release. I pray right now some of the things that you're wanting to bring forth in his life, even patented things, I pray, they would come and be birthed and be touched by the hand of the Lord. Let the Spirit of the Lord be upon him, like him a Joseph in this generation, in the name of Jesus. I'm glad, I'm glad Mark stepped out here. I said, we kind of ignored this side of the room, and you guys got spoiled out here, but we're going to go after you guys next. But uh, My brother in the black shirt sitting right next to him, right there, staring at me. Did you stand? Give me, give me your name, brother. Daniel? Did I say it right, Daniel? I hear it right? Okay, I'm old. I can't hear real well. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to call you Barnabas, because you're a son of encouragement. You got, you got such a cheerleading heart for other people. I mean, um, not a whole lot of people can do that. They're, they get so insecure about their own identity. But you are just, you're just a, first you're a talent scout. You just pull people out of different places and start speaking faith into them what you see. Okay, you're like a life coach. Okay, just Holy Ghost life coach. And, this is who you are, and this is what you need to see in yourself. And you keep track of people. You hunt them down. You text them. How you doing? You remember little details about your life. How did that test go? How did that job interview go? And uh, what are you doing on that? And this is what I'm reading. And, and it's not that you don't have any talents yourself. You're incredibly talented. When it comes to the Bible, you're like a sponge. You're a student of the Word, and you just kind of drink in the Word of God, but you also have natural aptitude in a lot of other areas where God's going to prosper you in your life, and you just got this, you just got this life where you're going to make other people big, and because you're going to make other people big, you're going to find your platform of ministry. It's, it's one thing to manifest a gift or preaching or do something in oratory or be in front of a crowd. There's another thing to make people great. And you have a grace on you to make other people great. But it doesn't mean that you don't have a gift yourself. It says of Barnabas, when he went to Antioch, he was full of faith. He was a good man, and that's who you are. You're a good man. And he was full of faith and the Holy Spirit. And great grace was upon them. That means through his faith, great miracles were taking place. You are going to be like the guy, like a, D, a drill instructor in the house of God. You're going to take a bunch of raw people that don't know their left hand from their right hand. They prayed the sinner's prayer. They got baptized. They took a class. But man, there's a lot to learn on being a Christian. Okay, and the Bible's not an easy book to kind of tear apart. But you have a teaching gift. You have a teaching gift to babes. And you're going to raise these guys up Make them instruments in the hand of God. You know, I don't know if you'll ever be in full-time ministry. You are, you won't. But there's a shepherd heart in you. There's a heart of a shepherd. It's a good word. You love sheep. Yeah. You know, Jesus, Jesus said to Peter, you love me. If you love me, this is how you're going to show it. You're going to love what I love. And you've been loving what Jesus loves. He's going to give you more and more and more and more. I see an, a spiritual entrepreneurial thing where you're going to form unique groups and, and the, the, the leadership says, go for it, Daniel, do that. Okay, you, you got an idea? We'll get behind you on that. And it's always bringing people into maturity. Paul says, I travail in the spirit until Christ is birthed in you. And that's who you are. That Christ would be birthed in them. That the word of God would be in them that they're, they're, they would hear the voice of God, they would run after the destiny, and you just rejoice that they are, they are running the race, they're playing the game, because you're a coach. When I played college football, I knew I'd never go very far past what I was doing, so everything I did, I did to study 
how will I teach this? And that's where you are. How can I teach others this so they can move forward? And God just wants you to know how much he loves you, how, how proud he is of you, and how much he's going to use you because of this heart. Amen. I just really feel in my heart, um, and the Lord has just laid this on me that, and you kind of brought that up with Barnabas, but I just feel like that there is an anointing upon this house, that there are people more than just him that God is raising up in this generation to be those encouragers. I feel that the enemy has come even more so maybe even in this area and just poured out. There's oppression, uh, depression, anxiety, and God is here tonight, and he wants to break that off of people. I just really believe that the Spirit of the Lord is here to be able to do that. And I just want to be able to pray for those people and the, the people that God is calling. You know you are encouragers. You know God has put that on you, that when people stand, that you are there standing with them. And I just feel that there is an anointing on this house to break that yoke. There is an anointing on this house to break the yoke of depression, the chains of anxiety, the things that have come against this generation has been overwhelming, but I feel it in my heart for you, for this couple and for this house that God is going to use this house in amazing ways to break that chain off of people's life. And the enemy has come in and lied to people over and over again and robbed them and stolen from them. But God is saying that this is a new day. This is a new day for this house that God is raising up encouragers, people who are going to stand in the gap, people that are going to say no more, no more. I just feel in my heart God wants to do something special with that tonight, if we could. Hallelujah. If that's something that you are feeling right now that God is saying that Maybe that has struggled, you've struggled with, or maybe a family member has struggled with, and you're saying no more. That tonight is the night that that is going to be broken. Could you just really be bold right now and just stand right now? God is here. I just feel it in my heart that God is here, that he wants to break this tonight. Come on, church. This is a moment for you to know that this is the moment for this thing to be broken off. God is here tonight. He wants to heal you, body, soul, and spirit. And you that are around these people, stand with them and encourage them right now in the name of Jesus. God wants to use you, church. He wants to use you, the heart for the city, to be able to minister to these people. They are hurting and they are broken and they need you to stand with them right now in the name of Jesus. Right now we just declare for the healing balm of the Holy Spirit to be poured into every heart and every life. Uh, we bind every spirit of anxiety, every oppressive, every uh, interfering uh, thing that the evil one would try to do, arrows that have been shot into their mind and into their heart. We cancel the curse of depression and anxiety, the spirit of heaviness that it would be broken in Jesus' name. Right now we take authority over it and we pray that their chains and their bondages and those strongholds would be broken. We pray right now that they would be loosed in the name of Jesus. Loose that woman and let her go. Loose that man and let him go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Now, now, now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah.
yoke in the name of Jesus. We break every chain, break every yoke in the name of Jesus. Right now, the Spirit of God is loosing you. Right now, all that depression, anxiety, it must leave. You have no authority over the child of God. You have no authority over the daughter of the Most High God. You have no authority over the man of God. You are his children in the name of Jesus, and we break it right now in the name of Jesus. Freedom! Freedom in the name of Jesus. Break every yoke, break every chain right now. Hallelujah! God is doing a work. God is doing a work right now. Hallelujah. Oh, he's setting you free, church. He's setting you free. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I've got a word for um, you guys can keep praying, but um, this couple in the very back, um, you have like dark hair and you're next to some a guy with a black shirt. Yeah, no, yeah, that's you, 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 you too. Yeah, I, I have a word. Yes, I don't. Uh, you, yeah, that's you. It just keeps standing. You're good. That uh, there's a healing. I, I just, I had a picture of someone, and it's. I looked in. Um, it, it's you. A healing is coming for your body, sister. There's a there's a grace and a healing and a supernatural uh, moment for you. You know, we call it a Kairos moment, a time in God's order, and the time is now. And I feel like you have been contending for something, and, and God is saying, now is your season. Now is the breakthrough season for you. And the, the thing that you've been really, um, you know, asking God for, you're almost... And this can go for anyone. When you feel like you haven't seen the healing yet, it's not that God is disappointed. You need to know that God is very pleased and loves you both so much. There's nothing that you can have done that would, would hold back the love of God and the blessing that he wants to extend to you. So the enemy is the one that whispers these things that we're not supposed to receive because he wants us to, you know, just get all messed up in our thinking about, oh, it's got to be my good works that gets me, you know, on God's good list. No, you can't do anything to earn it. You've already received the love of God tonight. And to, to, tonight, I'm going to pray for your healing. Lord, right now, I just pray for what this thing is that she's been contending, that they've been contending. You guys are a couple, right? That you know you're not. Okay. Friends, father, I can't see. Father, daughter, right? Is that, yeah, that's straight. Okay, sorry. There is a lighting issue. And Okay, Lord, I just pray healing right now over this sister. Come to her in this season. Come to her in this season of request. And the enemy, we stop the voices of the enemy that would want to uh, disqualify God's people and say you're not this and you're not that. And today there's a blessing coming over your your very being, your very body. And I, I pray even for a door that you've been knocking on for um, financial aid or some kind of school thing. God is opening up that door as well. There's a, a new open door for you, a promotion and a provision is in your hands, the Lord says. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Fifth row back, blonde gal in light blue or gray. It's hard to tell from here. Yeah, you're pointing at your face. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, the Spirit of the Lord is on you in such a powerful way and has, has marked you out for His purpose. You are an Esther in your generation. You are, you are called up. You're called up from uh, among other people. And, and there's a gift of leadership God, that is upon your life. And uh, I see that you carrying, uh, God puts a crown of influence upon your head tonight. And there are places you're going to go. People are going to wonder how in the world did that happen to you? There are people that you're going to know and you're going to talk with. Um, you know, the word influencer is a popular word today. And, uh, but I, I see the Lord elevating you in an influencer, but for Jesus. Right? For Jesus. And there is a love that you have for the Lord that is a flame that burns in your heart. And um, you have a heart to, to say, I, what I'm going to do, I want to do it right, and I want to do it for the Lord. Those are two things that really burn in your heart for the Lord. God's going to open doors for you in a supernatural way to go beyond even the realm of your education and be even, even beyond the realm of your experience. He's going to begin to shoot you forth like an arrow in his hand. You're going to hit the mark, and God's going to put within you uh, favor like Esther had to bring you before uh, people for the purpose of salvation and kingdom influence, to be able to raise up a standard of righteousness in your generation. The Lord says to you that you are to keep your heart with purity, for out of it flow all the, uh, 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 the issues of life, and the Lord is going to uh, bless the work of your hands. And the things that he's put in your heart, uh, both for the kingdom of God and also for the marketplace. I see both of, both of you. I just see you standing with feet in, in the, your feet in both worlds, the kingdom and marketplaces. And, and, and God's going to bless the fruit of your hands. The spirit of wisdom is going to be upon your mind. There is a prophetic anointing that is going to rest upon you as well. And you're going to have words of knowledge that will drop into your spirit for people. And it is for the purpose of making intercession for them. For you will intercede. I just see a song in your spirit as well. I see the Spirit of the Lord calling you out for, for worship and for lifting up the name of the Lord. And God's going to anoint your voice and anoint your mind. I see you writing uh, rhyme and poetry in a, in a book. And, and God's going to uh, just let lyrics and things flow out of your life. Songwriting and those kinds of things. God's going to anoint you. And uh, I, I, I don't know if you play a musical instrument, but I would say you need to just hone your skills with that. The Lord is going to elevate you in, in, in ministry in those ways as well and help facilitate a, a psalmist grace that's going to flow from your life. And you'll be a minstrel before the Lord and uh, you'll begin to see the Spirit of the Lord move through you in prophetic worship. It's one thing to sing. It's another thing to facilitate prophetic moments. That is a different thing. And I see the Lord coming upon your heart and your life, being like that woman who opened the alabaster box at Jesus' feet. And out of that incense filled the room. And the worship of, 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 to the Lord is going to fill the room. And people received a whole new revelation, not only of Jesus, but of that woman. And that's where influence will come. Amen. In Jesus' name. Yeah, I'm sorry that you guys have been so ignored, you know, ignored all night long. There's just a lot of you here. There's just a lot of you here. There's a there's a brother. Um, you're on like the, I think you're on the last row. You're not against the wall. I think you get your hand, your arm around your wife, or at least the girl you loved. Okay. Okay. Is that your wife, girlfriend, fiance, wife, wife? That's a hey. That's good. You finds a wife, finds a good thing, man. That's good. Good congratulations. You got a. Uh, you got a. I want to. I'll say something kind of funny. You have a great smell for Jesus. Okay. What I mean by that, you just. 
you're not shaken by a lot of things around you. Your faith is stalwart. You're like a rock at Gibraltar. You, 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 you know things that are righteous and you know things that are unrighteous. You know things that are spiritual. You know things that are not spiritual. You got a great gift of discernment. And, uh, and, and at the same time, there's a real noble heart. You want to you wanna do, you want to be a man of God? You want to be a family man? You want to do things right? You want to be a good husband? You want to be a good servant of God? You know, you got all the generals down, the general things. And but, but what's taking place in your life is God's going to hone you in on some definitive things. You know, there is the general will of God and there's the specific will of God of what he wants to do with you. You got more leadership in you than I think you're giving yourself credit for. And uh, you're going to be asked to do some things in this house that's going to stretch the family a little bit. It's going to stretch you a little bit. But listen, you're stretching. And when you stretch, your capacity will increase. You'll be able to handle it. So when I believe you're going to be asked to do some things in this church and for the vision of this church. And I want you, especially even, sister, I want to just tell you this. Fear not. Fear not. You know, there's, I, I tell our church, and everyone laughs at me all the time, there's two puppy dogs that will follow you all the days of your life. One name's mercy, and the other's goodness. But what you seek is the house of God. And if you be like David, one thing I've desired, that which I will seek after, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever to inquire in his temple. The Lord will reward you. Blessings will overtake you. And so I don't want you to be afraid of promotion. That's the word of the Lord to you. And doors open up, and doors will, because you, you got a lot under the hood. And God wants to bring them out. You got word in you. You got wisdom in you. You got war stories in you, spiritual war stories in you. Okay, you got it all. You've seen crazy things. You've seen stupid things. You've seen carnal things. And you just, you got, this is a great place. We just want to keep this place stable. Okay, that's what you want. You, the, your middle name is stability. Come on, we want to do the will of God. Bring your kingdom. And you guys are going to be establishers of the kingdom of God. And sister, God's going to use you in a, such a way that's going to shock you. You just feel like, I'm just kind of a good Christian. You know, I, I read my Bible and I try to do good and I try to love people and say the right thing. But God is going to radically stir you. You're going to get weird dreams and you're going to get visions and you're going to get prophetic impressions and you're going to say, you know, husband, I got to leave you. I, I know him by husband right now. Husband, I'm going to leave you because I got to go talk to that person right there. And not just in church, in the grocery store. When you go out on errands, you're going to have divine appointments. And you're just going to have one story after another how you connected with somebody. God is taking you like this and just increasing the habitation of his anointing. He's going to radicalize you, using modern terminology, for Jesus. So, Lord, do that right now in Jesus' name. Don't be afraid. Come on. It is coming. Amen. Tonight during worship, I just have a word for the house. And so I, tonight during worship, the Lord showed me a vision. And uh, as, he, as the vision was unfolding, I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me and, say, and said that there is the, the, the anointing of Elijah is upon this house and the anointing of Ezekiel is upon this house. Two prophets of profound influence in the Old Testament. I, I, the prophet Elijah was the prophet of fire and he built an altar and the fire of God came down upon it. And I believe, and this is what I feel the Spirit of God is saying to you, that, that this house is a house where the altar of God has been built and the fire of God, God has made an appointment for the fire of God to fall in this place, in this city, in this region. But watch this. The fire will not be here. It will not be contained only in this place. It will be a, it'll be a fire that will be like a wildfire that will spread out from this place. And I believe that this is going to be a revival center in this region and in this nation. And God is getting ready to pour out His Spirit in a significant and a mighty way. That the altar of God is going to be, fill, be filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And while I saw the fire burning on the altar, I saw a, a, a spout of water shoot out of the bottom and water began to flow and a river was
was formed. As, as Ezekiel said that the water came out of the altar and began to flow and it became a mighty river. And wherever it went, wherever the water went, healing was there, refreshing was there. It was a water you could swim in. You could come in ankle deep. You could come in knee deep. You could come in thigh deep, waist deep. It's a river you can get in. And every place the river goes, uh, everything lives. Everything lives. And I believe you're a church of a double portion anointing. That you're on fire. And you have the water of the Spirit of God. And something is breaking forth in the heavens. And tonight, I believe God has written it down on the calendar of heaven. This is a Kairos time and a Kairos moment for you to be a house of fire and a house of a revival river flowing from this place around this nation and to the nations of the world. If you believe it, if you want it, stand to your feet tonight and let's cry out to God. Send your fire. Let the river flow and move by your spirit in this place. In Jesus' name, Father, right now, break forth in this house. Rain down your fire. Bring a double portion in every person, in every leader, in every ministry. And let revival and awakening move in fire and in the river of God from this place in 